Welcome, welcome. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Episode four with the Smackcast. Number freaking four. It's unbelievable. I can't believe it. We're on the road to something pretty beautiful, and it's all thanks to our listeners, family, and friends um, for believing. For believing in us. Yeah. And for us having the the team that we do and the the relationship that you and I have and this is exciting stuff. Today is gonna be jam packed, man. We're gonna start it off with some pretty amazing things, a beautiful quote by the one and only Muhammad Ali. And then we're gonna jump into some some interesting trials and tribulations throughout our our lives that we've been able to overcome. The topic of today is definitely going to be overcoming obstacles and roadblocks that have been presented and, and kind of our take on how we've been able to overcome them. So a very relatable subject. Yeah, for sure. So Mike, why don't you, uh, why don't you treat the peeps for a minute? Hey, yeah. So, um, a really interesting quote from the boxing goat. The only, yeah. As far as I'm one and only, uh, here we go. Check this out. It isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you down. It's the pebble in your shoe. Mm. 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 What do you think of that? I think that speaks volumes to what we both go through on on a day-to-day. And I think a lot of people who have listened to podcasts that talk about certain things just like that, in particular how we perceive the obstacles ahead and how we hurdle the roadblocks, um, particularly staying out of your own way. And again, excuse my French, but getting the fuck out of your way and stop being the roadblock. Um, You hear it a lot. You hear it a lot about getting out of your own way, get out of your head, one of my very close friends and a producer I work with a lot uh, by the name of C. Lance, who you know, is saying that a lot to me. I always talk to him about certain things. And you and I are both very empathetic people and also like to, to live in that box in our brain <laughs> that kind of closes us in and, and, and keeps us there without us realizing. Uh, but he even said to me the other day, he's like, hey, man, you just you got to get out of your own way. Got to get out of your own head. Certain things in life are going to take more effort than other pieces. And don't look at it like it's a mountain you have to hurdle, but get that rock out of your shoe. Put your foot back in and walk and just keep showing up. Keep pushing. Get out of your own way. That's how I perceive that. Yeah. So I definitely feel that. And I think what the quote speaks on is sometimes it's the little things. Yeah. So it's not even, you know, the mountains yeah. that we know we have to climb. It's the pebble. Yeah. Which is significantly smaller. Yeah. Than a mountain. Yep. Um, whereas, you know, the things that we tend to think about that do get in our way are small things. Yep. Yeah. That just happen to be placed there. Yeah. But cause us so much despair. Yep. So much anger, grief. You know, whereas we let those things fester and build up 
and it's hard to overcome. Yeah, yeah. You you help me through those those moments a lot. You know. Well, we help each other. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know that there's a lot of people out there that listen that probably have solid support. Yeah. Um, that's allowed them to move past certain small things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting too, you know, cause I want to hear from you too, in, in terms of what that means for your life and like where, you know, where you use that quote in your own life. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, it's, it's funny because obviously I've, I've told the listeners and, and Mike's talked about it a bit too is, you know, my wife, Rachel, she runs and houses our coffee truck. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, I'm also, you know, I'm a help, but she runs the ordering, answers the emails along with my father and, and a whole bunch of other things that go into the, the more in the trenches side of things. And it's funny, but not funny, but interesting and kind of comical at the same time to watch her go through certain things that this quote could be applicable to from an outsider's perspective to help her yeah. get over those certain things. And she does the same for me. Mm hmm. As I know Mel does for you. Yep. You know, and for those that don't know, by the way, Mel is Mike's wife. I think we've talked about that. Yeah. Um, but just to call that out too. Yep. Um, you know, the going off of this quote as well, you know, when you think about doubt. Yeah. And how we let doubt creep in. Yeah. From all different angles. Even if we think we got it figured out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doubt will creep in and um, can kill goals. Yeah. Big time. Can kill dreams, aspirations. Big time. And I think that is probably one of the biggest relatable things with a lot of people that may come across this episode today. Yeah. You know, people can relate to that and be like, man, you know, I really wanted to do that job. I really wanted to chase this dream, this passion of mine. Yeah. But doubt of failure, doubt of being good enough. Yeah. Um, tore those things down. Yeah. You big know, time. which is very very much how we felt when we started talking about doing a podcast which felt like a year for now yeah we've been talking about this for quite some time we yeah, wow we don't want to do this until we have some kind of plan mapped out roadmap and it took us a year to just go ahead and do it. and we spoke on that on the first episode whereas like man we don't really know what we're doing um, but we know we want to be an inspiration. We want to be um, a voice for anybody that might be listening to this. Yeah. Yep. And also, just to jump and double down on that really quickly, if you are a new listener, and there's Nala shaking, making sure everybody hears, please subscribe. It helps us out a ton. But not only that, it's 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 going to help y'all out as well because I'm sure 90% of whoever listens to this is going to have something happening in their life that they could at least have an ear on something that could be applicable to a situation they might be going through. And again, this isn't going to be like a, you know, this is how you should do it or this is what you need to do, but more of a, hey, this is what we went through. This is how we were able to overcome it or this is how we're approaching it. You know, and we might even lean on you guys and just say, hey, you know, what would you do in this situation? How would you utilize this information? You know, and and listen to to what y'all think. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, crowdsource it, really, at the same time. So please make sure to subscribe, like this, share it with people who you think would enjoy it. Leave a review. Leave, Leave a review and comment. Yeah. You know, we read the comments. We're always watching what's going out there. Yep. You know, we're always looking to see what the trends are going on and, you know, what yeah. we could speak about that might be 
something other people could be thinking about or struggling with yeah. and help each other as a community. Yeah. I think that's important. I can I can think back actually to a, a time of 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 um, I'm gonna make up a word, y'all. I'm gonna make up a word here. Applicableness. Mm. Just made it up. Yeah. In the dictionary now. I like that. Now it's recorded. Perfect. You know? Copywritten, signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy Stevie Wonder. Um, you guys actually just went through something really interesting <clears throat> not too long ago, particularly around your pool. And, you know, uh, Mike and Mel are, are getting something done to their house. And, you know, there are some certain stipulations in our neighborhood. We all live in the same area. Um, and, you know, certain things led to Mike and Mel having a really hard time with this certain situation. And it, it wasn't it wasn't because of them. It was an outside pressure or force that was making things very difficult to move forward. And it enabled Mike and Mel to both think too much about a situation rather than utilizing um, the just go forward and just hop in and we're just going to do this and it's just going to get finished how we're going to finish it. And I think, too, like this, this is a part of that. Mm-hmm. In a very big way. Yeah. More oftentimes in their situation, there were things that they couldn't control. However, they did what any power couple would do and sat down together and said, hey, here are the important things that we need to hurdle. Here's what we need to get over. Yeah. And we're going to do it together. And I'm not going to worry about anything else anymore. Like I'm done worrying. I'm done thinking about it in this regard because that's not important. Mm-hmm. What's important is what's right in front of us and we're going to get through it together. Yeah. I think that, that that Muhammad quote can be very applicable there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, whereas small little issues arose and kind of annoying. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. Biting at your ankles constantly yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Like a little pebble in your shoe. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not a big deal. But you you know what's in there, and mm-hmm. it's kind of aggravating. Yeah. Um, and you know, sitting down and talking with the support that I had yep. on how we're going to overcome this, how we're going to get by it, what's the layout needs to look like, and really, what are the options? Yeah. You know, options are we could fold and just give up. Yeah. You know, or we can keep pushing through. Yeah. Which is what we wound up doing. And want them get, getting past the hurdle. Yep. And it worked out. Yeah. I love that. And it's like, I think anybody who's done anything in life that has to do with either something to do with their home or maybe their career or maybe you're a musician and you're trying to write a new song, but you can't because you're thinking about the form too much or you're an artist painting a picture and somebody tells you not to do it a certain way because you can't sell it, but you really like the way that you're, or the, the track that you're on, but then you start thinking too much about what those people said about, you know, how the painting might look or you're, you know, <clears throat> not to kick a dead horse, but to continue on a path that you might feel there's so many other voices saying certain things about how you should do what you want to do in terms of being creative or getting something done is a very important reflection on that quote as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, it goes back to what C. Lance was saying. Kind of get out of my own head. Get out of my own way. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you know, there's always going to be time where you hear different voices from all over the place telling you what to do, advising you to do some things. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to what you want to do. 
you know, whether you're an entrepreneur or aspiring to be one, um, go with what your gut feels. Because at the end of the day, you have to own it, whatever decision you make. Um, If you're looking to switch careers or you're a musician and someone says your style isn't what it should be because that's not what catch you right now. Yeah. You know, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Just go through with it. The biggest thing is whatever you decide, own it. Yeah. hundred percent. We spoke about that a little bit on the staying in your lane thing. Remember that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, sure. Like there's a lot to be said for what staying in your lane might mean. Mm -hmm. But then there's always that little pebble in your shoe, not to keep jumping back to it, that tells you to stay in your lane, but also be able to move. Yeah. And be able to be agile and to be able to try a gajillion different things. What was that quote a long time ago? Someone said, you'll never know what you love until you taste the rainbow, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, can be applicable to life. Yeah. Do you remember what that quote is? It's like, yeah, was that Skittles? Something. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but like somebody said uh, something about how like you'll never know what flavor of life you love until you've tried them all. Mm. And I think like that, that's the get out of your, that. get out of your head or get out of your own way type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but that's the truth when it comes to, I mean, it can be applicable anywhere, but like, um, you know, something that I think we could refer to here, that's, um, that's the switch from, from where you were in your career. Yeah. We talked about this in episode one of you making that transition to a completely different place when yeah. you've been in it for, for, for so long. Mm-hmm. And I remember you and I had that conversation of, hey, man, look, like, what do you have to lose, I guess? Yeah. Without knowing if you'll like it. You're in a position in life where, um, and again, this is completely aside from monetarily. This is emotionally. This is mentally. This is, this is being in a place of want and, and, and love and, and wanting to grow and understanding the need to grow. Is like, that's the reference I'm making with Mike is, we talked about that before is he didn't know he had been screwed over in his past career of, of making a switch to a different uh, company, been completely screwed over. So, of course, Mike had that notch on his back of like not knowing if that if, if he should move again because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to go through that. Yeah. This comes back to the pebble. Yeah. It comes back to tasting, you know, the different flavors of life to make sure that, you know, this is the road that you want to travel. Yeah. Right. Um, and you did. Yeah. Right. You're in a situation today that could possibly have a whole bunch of different branches to go down. Mm-hmm. The immediate, you know, foresight of like, hey, where I'm at today might not be the most beautiful thing on the planet, but it possibly could be. Yeah, comes back to that pebble in your shoe again. It's yeah. all in perception. Yeah. Well, you know, the cool thing is, or the interesting thing rather is, not every pebble is the same size. Right. You know. Yeah. Not every mountain's the same size. Not every. That's right. Stone is the same size, all that. So we're all dealing with something different. You know, it could be something massive. Yeah. Like losing your job. Yep. Financials. Um, Financials, for sure. A stressor. That is always a thing, right? When is that never not a thing? Right. Um, Which is unfortunate. Right. But I think, too, don't be afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. You know, my biggest thing where where I did run into that massive roadblock where I had walls up since then. Yeah. Um, And it wound up working out. But for a while, I was always doubting what the next move was. 
one to make it. Yep. Um, and then I kept having to remind myself, which I hope the listeners pay attention to this, was I work too hard and want to be successful to get in my own way. Yeah. Right? I should yeah. never allow myself to get in my way. Yeah. When it comes to the choices in life, the choices aren't hard. Yeah. Right? Yep. We're the ones that make them hard. Yeah. And there's so many facets with that. But, you know, you have this going on, that going on, money, uh, time, stuff that is not the most important thing, but rather important. Yeah. You know, Um, and I would say never let money be one of the biggest concerns for changing a career. Yeah. And I, I speak of that um, just out of my own um, experience. Yeah. Uh, whereas you can always work for money. Yeah, right? 100%. Um, but when it comes to, to time, you know, can't really get that back. You can't. You know, once you use it, it's it's done. You just keep going. Yeah. For no, sure. it's true. One of the best things that was ever said to me was the harder you chase the money, mm-hmm. the farther the money runs away. Yeah, and th- th- some of you might not agree with this, but I'm going to explain myself for a second. Yeah, if you run after something that isn't out of passion or isn't out of the right want, I guess if that's the right, I hate the word want, but like if you're running after something, and will be money in this in this situation, if you're running after something with the wrong intentions believe that you may attain the money you may you may grab that money but there's going to be a lot of other things that push it farther away in life in general right and 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 what i'm referencing is when i was you know first working in tech it was always about getting that next paycheck getting the next raise how i'm going to go about getting the next raise how i'm going to go about getting to to lead more people how i'm going to be a better leader, which will then equal more money. And then this, that, and this will end up being more money and blah, blah, blah. You start to forget that after time, it's almost like a waterfall. Mm -hmm. Sure, you put in all this work, put in all this time, put in all this effort. But you take that away for a second and you're still left with the moment of realization of like is this really what i want to, what i want to do is this really the lane that i want to be in right now but you are the director of your own movie in that you every decision you've ever made has put you to that point in life mm-hmm. and like this comes back to the hurdles thing it's like now that's another hurdle that you have to overcome in terms of coming to terms with yourself and saying you know justin this might not really be where i want to be 12 years go by where where have have your where's your time been spent with your parents or your grandparents or your family members maybe you know some of us aren't lucky enough to have grandparents around or maybe they're not lucky enough to have parents around but you think of everything else and it's like okay cool i've been chasing that dollar i've been wanting to level up every single moment of my life but i've left everything else behind mm. so that comes back to intrinsic value of like if you chase the money the money and the money could be actual monetary pieces or the money could be in your mind your money could be time 
Mm-hmm. Your money could be health. Your money could be somebody else, somewhere else, right? And and where I'm going with this is, and uh, I'm gonna probably pause after this because I've been talking for 48 minutes. <coughs> but your you've got to think about the sacrifices that you're going to make in order for you to chase that dollar. And this is an actual physical dollar I'm talking about now. Mm-hmm. Rather spend the time where you you love and you want to attain your own success and celebrate your own small wins with the people you love. Life is too short to be chasing a number without understanding if that is the true and and honest place that you want to live. End rant, but that's like, I feel like it's just a relatable relatable thing for me because I feel like there's been a lot of time spent in places that might not have necessarily been the right spot for me. Yeah, and appreciate you sharing that. I mean, it's a lot of wisdom, um, a lot of truth behind everything you just said. Yeah. Um, for the listeners, can you explain or talk about a time where you felt like you were chasing something for monetary value? Yeah. And it did not work out. I know I'm going to have some people who I know listen to this podcast, so this might come at a little bit of a shock. But being a sales leader or being a leader in general has been something that I enjoy not just because it was being a sales leader or being in tech. I've realized that I enjoy coaching a lot. I enjoy helping. I enjoy watching people progress. And it just so happened to be that I'm really good at building relationships with people. And I, mm-hmm. and I enjoy that part of it. You're good so, at it for sure. So like sitting and, and answering your question is, I feel that some of my, my time spent in tech sales wasn't a waste of time at all. It mm-hmm. was the most beautiful part of my life, I feel, outside of growing as a musician, meeting my wife, being able to build this home, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But looking at the time that's gone. You look back at it now, and I literally don't remember the last nine years of my life like I should. Yeah. I don't. Well, I don't. Because I was chasing the money so hard, mm. I thought there was some sort of weight in being wealthy. Or I thought. As we all. Right. Yeah. Because it's a picture that's painted from the moment we are old enough. To drive, really. Mm-hmm. It's a society thing. It's a society thing. You, you yeah. talked about that. Oh, yeah. But that's the reference that, you know, to answer your question, is like, you know, that's... And Nala's actually looking at me right now. She's like, wait, Dad, did you just say that? But, like, I've, I've made some incredible friends in my career. Like, I've made some awesome friends. Friends that I'll have for life. Ron, Ryan, um, Jimmy, Beck... Uh, Matt Pinto, I mean, like uh, the list goes on, right? Like Nick Pat, like all of these guys that I've had a chance to work and girls that I've had a chance to work with for an extended period of time have shaped me as a person. But, and the reason why I bring this up is because I, I didn't think about the one true person who controls my happiness and that is me. Mm. Right? And and then. I've I've missed years of Nala's life, my pup. Mm-hmm. I've missed you know relationship building with my parents. I've most importantly, outside of that, missed time with my wife. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's shaped me as a person in a negative way as well because of all the stress that comes along with it. And this also falls back to the quote is I've done that to myself as well. But it just goes to show in terms of chasing that dollar and chasing the want to get more and chasing the need of doing something else. We talked about need versus want before. Um, it, I just feel like it's put me in a position of pivot now, mm-hmm. which is a beautiful thing because I feel like I'm on a different path now. Yeah. Not to say I won't ever go back, but I just feel like I am here today reflecting on this saying... I don't remember the last nine years of my life in a way that I should. Yeah. You know, the thing, the thing that comes with being motivated by things like monetary value, right? The thing that I think about and the reason why we're so let down when we finally reach it is... It's never enough. Never. Right? You know, we grow up thinking, man, I got to go to college to really make some good money. Yeah. And then when we're in high school, $50,000 is a lot of money. A lot of money. And then you get to high school and you go into college and you're like, man, six figures would be great. Right. Right? You graduate. You have six figures of debt, some people do, right? And... You find a job that pays you six figures. And then what happens then? Yeah. It's not enough. Not enough. You know, I have a two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar house. Yep. Man, $150,000. Yeah. $200,000. It's never going to be enough, you know, but that could also go with anything else. Even time, you know, even when you have time, you're like, man, it's just not enough. You know, I know you don't listen to um, country music. As often as I do. Right. Um, but Scotty McCreary has a song called Five More Minutes. Yeah. You showed you know? me that. Yeah. Um, and Tearjerker. It is. And it's just, you know, we all probably feel that way. Yeah. You know, shout out Scotty if you guys haven't listened to that five minutes. Um, that's what he talks about. Yeah. You know, he just wished he had five more minutes. Yeah. It's true. It is absolutely true. You just never know. And like you see, you know, as you grow up, you see your friends on Facebook posting that a parent passed or their brother passed or their grandmother or grandfather passed. And you just, you look back and it's always, and I saw this the other day, is it's always when a tragedy happens that you reflect on how you didn't get enough time with those friends or those family members or those parents. Don't let it get to that point. If you feel like, And this is something that I will say is going to go against the morals of this podcast in that telling you not (laughs) telling you to do something. This is the one time I'm going to tell you to do it. If you feel like time is moving at a pace of which you can't catch it, you have to take a break and you've got to look around Mm -hmm. because it's something in your life that is sucking the time away from you that you have to be able to recalibrate. Again, you are the director of your life story. Every decision you've ever made in your entire life has led you to the place you are today. Career, motive, monetarily, family-wise. Obviously, there's outside forces, like unfortunately, like deaths in the family, sickness, so on and so forth. But the other side of it is you're going through 
your trials and tribulations today because of, and it could be success too, right? Like, let's not forget that. But like more of like on the other side of it is like everything you're going through today not could have been prevented. Don't look at it like that. But like, hey, how do I now pivot to make a positive change to move forward? If you're in that moment of realization of, hey, where the fuck did all this time go? Mm-hmm. Why, why? I feel like time's not slowing down for anybody. Let's be real. Right. No, that doesn't, doesn't happen. Mm-mm. Father time's undefeated. That's correct. So if you feel like your time is going faster than you can catch it and you feel like you just have no idea where the hell time has gone, stop for a minute. Take a look around. Breathe. Breathe. Take that time to sit and collect, right? Like that's so important to do. I don't do it enough. You don't do it enough. Nobody does it enough. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's very important to do that. And what's the, big, what's the biggest excuse? Work. Time. Time. And I don't, in my busy life where time is flying by, I can't just stop and take a breath because I don't have time. It is the biggest bullshit excuse you'll ever tell yourself. I don't want to sound like an asshole saying that, but it's the truth. You, you're going to tell yourself, and I, and I do this every day, and this is one of the reasons why we've just jumped into this. So we kept saying... We couldn't do something because maybe something came up or this came up or that came up or this came up. Mike and I, at the end of the day, we're fucking family. Like, no matter how you slice the pie, I've known the kid for three years now, and I feel like I've known him for 185. I've got a few friends that I can count on, maybe one and a half hands, that I can say is in that circle of, of, of family. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you right now that I don't pick up the phone enough to call them. I don't do enough to... to, to to make it feel like I'm I'm there for them enough. Yeah. And it's always an excuse about, ah, I just didn't have enough time today. Yeah. Or I had something else come up that was probably work, right? Or, and work being, could be, I had to do something that probably could have waited five minutes and I could have picked up my, my phone. Yeah. Um, that's more of what I'm talking about, is that excuse of why you couldn't do something. More often times than not is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And we convince ourselves that it's not. Why do you think we allow ourselves to do that? Man, uh, it's a safety net. Mm. It's absolutely a safety net. Um, oh, a gajillion percent. Because it, it makes us feel like it's justified. But it's not. Yeah. Because we're not being honest with ourselves. Yeah. Why, did, why didn't I work out today? Oh, I had, I had a lot of stuff I had to do. Okay. But Really? You, you couldn't go outside and go for a 20-minute walk today? Or you couldn't wake up 20 minutes earlier to go outside to bring the dog for a walk just to get your blood pumping? Or you couldn't do something because something, go and spend 20 minutes with your parents or call them if you're not close enough to them or just sit down for a minute and meditate for 20 minutes, which I got to get better at. Mm-hmm. But that's my thought. Well, what about you? Like, what, what, do you think like similar or, or what, are your, what are your thoughts? No, I think similar and... You know, I think that's probably the biggest thing that ties a lot of us together. Yeah. Is, is that. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Um, you know, I wound up searching this while you were talking about um, being the director of your own movie. You know, your life is like a movie. And this is this is pretty cool. I don't I just wanted to share it. Um, you know, if we just circle back to that real quick. Um, this is from coach Scotty Russell. Nice. 
if you think about it, your life is like a movie. You are the director and have authority over things you can control in your script. Yep. Your life can be a hit or it can be mediocre because it was poorly managed. Mm. You determine your course of action and are able to think yourself into existence. Yeah. Damn. That's deep. Damn. Yeah. Isn't that pretty cool? You know, if you break it down, your life is like a movie. It is. You know, we're the star. Yeah. You know, Um, we have the authority to control everything on our script, which our life choices, how we think. Yeah. How we react, how we speak, whether that can be good or bad. Yeah. You know, either way, it starts with us. Yeah. Intrinsically. Yeah. Like you said, it could be a hit or it could be mediocre because it was poorly managed. Yeah. Take that how you want it. It's pretty straightforward. You determine the course of action and are able to think yourself into existence. Not only are you the director, you know, you're the actor. Yeah. The co-actor. Everything. Everything. It's, and like guys and girls and and the in-betweens, like we are doing this based off of situations that we have been in, right? And this is an exact example of where I am today, where Mike has been, where our friends have been, currently could still be in that position, this isn't a knock, by the way. This isn't a knock on any any life experience. This isn't a knock on where you are today. And again, this is going back to episode three, I think, is to not take things personally, of which, um, you know, when you hear stuff like this and it's hitting home, your first reaction is, nah, nah, I've, I've never been in that position before. No, that's not me. Like, I don't, you know, I've never been there. But yet, if you take a second to just think, about all the times that you've either made an excuse about not doing something or not being able to make time for something, 99.999% of the time, you could have stepped away and taken care of it. I think there was also a quote that I, I heard the other day about part of the reason why, and this is not going to be exact, and I think I could probably look it up and find it, But we are searching for things that make us happy that we would have done as a kid because we don't do them enough. Mm. And and if you remember playing in a sandbox, going outside and riding your bike, skateboarding, whatever it might have been that you really enjoyed as a kid took you away from monotony, having to do your homework, Going inside, having to do you know certain strict things on a schedule, you were able to go outside, play with your friends. You were able to go outside and skateboard. You were able to go outside, do certain things, and get outside more, do more things that were relevant for you as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that if we did more of that as adults, um, it would force you to stop and pause and do certain things with your significant other, with your family that you would have done as a kid. Mm-hmm. I bought a skateboard a year ago to... Go outside and when's the last time you wrote it uh, to your house when we played basketball with Kate. <laughs> How long ago was that? 
Hmm. Three weeks? Yeah. You know what I used to do when I was younger that I just loved, other than playing video games? I had this huge tree that just obviously was just there. Yeah. Um, and I would go outside and just lay under it. Yeah. Something as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else really mattered. It's just me out there. Yeah. You know? And when you think about something as simple as that, I can't even tell you the last time I just went outside. Yeah. And just lay down. And just lay down. Just sat down. Yeah. You remember on that note, as a kid, laying down on the pavement and looking up at the sky? Oh, yeah. You remember, like, didn't matter where you were, you were just like, I'm just going to lay down real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's appropriate for adults to do that, but, like, maybe, I don't know, like, go to your driveway and just lay down for a couple of minutes and yeah. stare up, you know, the sky. But you're right. I mean, that type of stuff, dude, like, it brings back certain things that we wouldn't recognize today because mm-hmm. we let it slide. Yeah. You know? We let it slide. Yeah, for sure. You know, I would really love to see what our what our listeners think. Yeah. As far as things that they used to do. Yeah. That they don't do anymore. Yep. Just the simple things. Yeah. You know? I'm going to put an email uh, into the description of this podcast. And if you want to send us an audio recording... And we can play it on the next podcast, which I really want to start to do. Mm-hmm. This is going to be that time where we can do that. Yeah. Where, or if you want to reach us directly, or directly, and you don't want, you know, if you're struggling with something, yeah, or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, really, there's no rules here, and you don't want to comment out of fear of whatever. Yep, you know, just know that you're not alone. Exactly. If you want to reach us directly, email us. Yeah. It'll be in the description. So send us anything. Yeah. Share some stuff, some nostalgia, maybe some troubling times you're going through, as Mike said. Yeah. It'll all be confidential. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. We're here to help. We're not here to put anybody down. Yeah. Never. And I think you've figured that out by now. If you've made it, you know, the episode four, you're, you're definitely an OG first and foremost. And second, you're along for the ride with us and we're with you. So, yeah. Um, but this is definitely going to be a community. We want it to be a community. We want everybody to feel included. Um, I, I heard, uh, I was listening to, I think I mentioned these guys, uh, proud, uh, Weird and Proud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel listens to them a lot. And um, they did this with uh, with an episode where I think it was uh, around me- mental health. And um, they opened up the lines to anybody who was going through anything that wanted to just chat or send a note or just wanted somebody to, to care for a minute. Um, they said, just so you know, it's not just going to be a minute. It's going to be for the rest of our time together, right? Yeah. So and that's what this can be. Exactly right. I so, think that's what we intend it to be too. Hundred percent. You know, and be a be a light because everybody's struggling with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, outside of Mike, um, you've heard me bring up Justin in the past. Justin is um, one of my bestest friends on the whole planet, and uh, him and I play music a lot together. He's actually coming here next week, and uh, we get to play a show together. First time in a long time. And, um, you know, when I was going through some stuff uh, a while back, before I even met Rachel, he was the first person along with my buddy Nick, um, who, again, remember on that one and a half hands thing, they're both included in that one and a half hands. Um, 
but they were the first folks that I would pick up the phone to call because I just knew that no matter what it was, they knew me better than anybody else, and they weren't mm-hmm. going to yes man me. Yeah, it was just like just like you. And that was me grabbing Mike's foot. Um, just like Mike, always is always a sign of of hey man, listen, like this I get is what you, you know. need to hear exactly, and like you know. The reason why I bring it up is because we're not going to, like, obviously, we're not going to bullshit you and, and, and sit here and just, like, you know, obviously rub your head and just tell you it's going to be okay. But more of, like, a, hey, like, let's talk. Let's really talk this out, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Especially so. for, and this is not geared towards um, any certain type of population, but when you think for us, um, for the fellas, right? We're trained to yeah. keep it internal. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, so reach out. Yeah, please. Please, please, please. Let us, let, us, let us help you just like you're helping us. Yeah. You know? Um, it's a two-way street. And on that note, too, um, we always want to hear the negatives, too. So if you're not liking a topic that we're talking about or you just want to talk about something different, we can do that in an episode. Um, this is going to be completely customizable however we slice the pie there, there will be rhythm to this and there will be cadences but there's going to be a whole variety of episodes so I might yeah. even do one on the squeakiness of my chair sometime who knows I have no idea yeah I mean how many squeaky chairs are there out in the world probably five yeah you know it's more than what I was thinking yeah yeah okay two four oh yeah yeah I yeah. love that three and a half yeah <coughs> um, so Mike let me ask you this man you, you know what is what does this all mean to you? Like, where, what's a scenario for you in life that you feel like you have felt that time flew without realizing that it was flying? Um, well, for me, it's got to be one of the most obvious things. And I have two kids now. Yeah. Right? And I see it as whenever I am reminded by Facebook, Facebook memories. You know, I just saw a picture of Caden and Elena from eight years ago. Golly. Seven years ago. Seven years ago. And Elena was a baby. And she was sitting right in front of Caden. And Caden was four. You know, when I think back, I'm like, golly. I don't know if I even remember what everything was like seven years ago. Right. You know? Yeah. And that really is what helped drive the fact that I needed a shift as far as career. Yeah. Because I need to be able to be with them more. Yeah. You know, because there's going to come a time where it's inevitable. They're going to get older. And they're going to move out. You You've know? talked about that plenty of times. Yeah. And I can't slow that down. Yeah. Because it's, it's coming. Yeah. So the only thing I can do is prepare for it when it gets here. Yeah. And this was really the biggest way for me to try to be more present, to not miss anything, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it definitely hits home for me. And I, and I know that that resonates with the people listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just 
good a time as any to realize. Yeah. Kids, brothers, sisters, people that are either at your age or younger, you start to realize how fast time is going. Yeah. When you're sitting there looking, in the short time that I've known all of you to watch Caden and Elena grow reminds me of how fast everything moves. Mm -hmm. Our dog, she's our kid, so to speak. See her as a puppy seven years ago when we adopted her to now. I mean, it's like completely different animal, completely different attitude. All the times that we used to spend with her, the, when we had more time available, again, this goes back to that chasing a dollar thing. Mm-hmm. That was when I started hitting the groove of like, you know, nose to the grindstone, had nothing else in my way. It was just this, that, this, and that. Same thing for you and the kids. You worked an hour and 15 minutes away from the house with traffic, almost two hours. You spent four hours a day in that car. Yeah. Four hours a day, five times to six times a week. For 17 months. 30 hours a week in the car is an entire work week for some. Think about that. Not for the weary. Yeah, I mean, like, and we're all going through stuff like that. Maybe not to that that length of extreme. Maybe even sometimes worse. If you're traveling for a job that you're not necessarily happy in, why the fuck are you traveling for that job when you're not happy because you feel like you have to? When I'm telling you this, I'm telling you this from the heart. Everybody listening to this, there is a there is a better position or a better job or a better place for you to be than in that moment that you are doing it because you feel like you have to do something. Mm-hmm. You feel like you have to go and do this because of the money or because of this or because of that. If you truly took the time to look, you truly took the time and spent it on understanding what made you happy and what made your family ultimately will make your family happy because they live with you, you live with them, you're their support system, they're your support system, you're their rock, they're your rock. Without that stability, without that rock, everything tumbles down the hill. Yeah, everything falls apart. It does. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. It's like a house on very bad foundation. Exactly right. Yeah, man. And I think this is a good, this is a good spot. Yeah. For us to, to, to cut and move to our quote. Yeah. What do you think? I think so too. Okay. Why don't you kick this one off? Well, I found one that really, 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 really um, is applicable to what we're talking about. Okay. Learn from yesterday. Live for today. Hope for tomorrow. I love that. We should remind ourselves of that yeah. every day. Every day. Every single day. Check this one out. This is from Wayne Dyer. D-Y-E-R. Dyer. It reads, If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. Instead of saying, man, I don't have time. See it as, what can I do with the time I have? Yeah. Fuck, that's nice. Damn. Right? Damn, damn, damn. Yeah. So let those quotes sit with y'all. Yeah. We love you guys. We appreciate you. you guys. We can't wait to chat with y'all. We're going to go ahead and put the email in the description so you have easy access to us. Yeah. And guys, just be open, be honest. Yeah. Either way, we love you. And just remember this. 
Moving forward, you've made it to episode four. You have now entered the Smack Casters zone. You have been dubbed the Smack Casters. We appreciate you, Smack Casters. And we cannot wait to talk to you on the next one. Y'all have been incredible. Thank you for everything. Mike, you're the best. I love you. Right back at you, kid. We'll see y'all soon. Peace. Peace. Peace.